0: Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience.
1: Skylar Allen, welcome to the Center of the Universe. Thank you, man. Happy to be here. You and I are neighbors. Uh, so it's not super inconvenient for you no. to come over here a second time. No, it's not. <laughs> because the, I had some uh, technical difficulties the last time. I won't bore our, our audience with the details, but uh, you're you're very gracious uh, yeah. to come back over here. I take appreciate two. you doing it. Take yeah, two. Th- th- actually, that's what I've titled this. Uh, well, you? Take two. Uh, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Okay. And then uh, you and I connected through... Kenny Wingle out and frankly, I don't I don't know Kenny that well other than I do a sports podcast with him sure. now because we have a mutual friend. Yeah. But how do you know Kenny?
0: Uh, we used to work together. He, uh, you know, we kind of started at this same company at the same time, and he was my boss for a bit. Um, uh, gosh, almost two years. A um, company called Dead Wizard, and uh, it was like right when I was done with football and got out of college, and he had no work experience and uh, went work with him, and it was it's was honestly great. Uh, taught me a lot, just about you know, honestly work. It sounds kind of silly, but just managing, being around people, kind of the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he's been a friend ever since and uh, definitely not surprised. It was definitely not surprising when he reached out to me about doing this, but knowing Kenny, the not surprise was like, oh yeah, I got, a, I got a guy I want to do a podcast. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, I can see if he was to reach out to me, it might be Kenny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, uh, was he a comedian when you first met him?
0: He was. Yeah, he was. Um, he was um, doing it. I mean, I think we'll, full-time he's been it for a long time now but um i know he was like i think he does stuff with the funny bone and like all that stuff and like all his buddies are comedians and uh he puts together shows he does he does um honestly the one that i need to but i would love to go see him live go to want to show I just never have I don't know why
1: he had one on the 16th set up and then something came up and they can't do it on the 16th so they're rescheduling oh, that shoot. one yeah. well
0: I'm sure I'm, I definitely need to get get with him and get on
1: that well I told him I'm coming to his next do you? Yeah. All right, well maybe I'll go and you go I mean uh, it's stand up comedy that's the
0: thing I love, I love stand up comedy so like, I can only imagine that it would be a good time if there
1: are four guys that come on stage and two of them are really funny that's a good night yeah honestly yeah. we can
0: shoot I've been to ones where it's literally like one guy is funny and that makes it the night. I mean, and, and
1: you felt grateful that uh, one guy was funny?
0: 100%. 100%. Because it's definitely, I mean, unless you go with like a name, like somebody you know, like if you go to one a show where like, I don't know any of these guys, it's, you know, it's a crap shoot, you know? Yeah. You're
1: hopefully the jokes land with you, but, you know, maybe but they won't. There's a reason that they're not super famous. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> up and coming. Up and coming. All right, cool. You grew up here in Hanover, right? I did.
0: Uh, Mechanicsville, um, born and raised. Uh, my family's from here. Well, my mother's side of the family's all from here. Um, deep roots in, in Hanover County. Uh, I grew up here and lived here full time until, until college when I went, went away from boarding school. But yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. Came back and probably never leave until retire.
1: So yeah, I'm the same way. I'm from Hanover County. I grew up in the town of Ashland. Yeah. And when you say Mechanicsville to a guy who's also <coughs> from Hanover County, that can mean any part of the eastern sure. part of the county. Sure. So you weren't old, old town by the no, windmill.
0: No, no, like three hundred one Atley Station Road. Yeah. I yeah. grew up on Atley Station Road. My mother grew up on Atley Station Road. I she, my I lived one and one house in Old Church, and then I lived in two other houses on Atley Station Road, like off. Like that's my home front. You still have family there? I do. I do. Um, I sold my mother's house uh, a couple years ago, and then they bought a townhouse. Uh, literally. I mean, a driver away from the old, their old house uh, so they can have, like, kind of a local spot because they're going to retire the river and whatnot and live out there. But I have a younger brother, so they try to stay close for him.
1: Yeah, younger brother. He's not, like, two or three years younger.
0: No, no. He's, I think it's 17 years younger. Um, Chase, yeah, he uh, he's actually a, he'll, he's a freshman at Hanover right now um, playing for Sam Rogers. <laughs> um, go Hawks. And... Uh, <laughs> My kids did. are all Hawks, so go yeah, Hawks. Yeah, no, right. go Hawks. Yeah, right. Um, never would have said that growing <laughs> up. but uh, Yeah, because they were your rival growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I always thought I was going to go to Attlee, and so, you know, definitely be a Raider. And I was a Raider for, you know, I was there for one year, but definitely Hawks, and I'm so glad that my kids are going there. It's great. <laughs> it's awesome.
1: It's quite the community we have. Uh, do, does your uh, brother ask you for advice?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, more so on the football side um, and, like, I mean, he – honestly, he's way smarter than I ever was. He doesn't even have to – it's a kind of annoying, honestly. He doesn't even have to really try very hard. Um, and he's, you know, not – I don't know if he's straight A, but he's pretty dang close. Um, but, yeah, he uh, – the football side, you know, I think his freshman year, he uh, he was a center, which I – his entire coaching staff either is are some of my closest friends or, like, know me very well. And so I think he kind of got lopped in to play center. He, he, he was a great center, but lopped in because – they knew I played center. Um, I think uh, he'll he might have an adjustment uh, to a different position going forward. But uh, yeah, he he comes to me advice, especially last year playing center. He I don't think he played center in middle school and uh, trying to get advice from me on how to do stuff because you know center can be hard uh, with snapping and trying to figure out what you're doing. You're, you're coaching
1: the line, right? You're, yeah, exactly. You're yeah, the line, and obviously man. that's
0: offense to offense. But in high school, there's not as much of that. But at the same time, shoot, just taking a step and snapping at the same time is. Sounds very. It sounds easy, honestly, when you say it out loud, but it's a very difficult thing, especially when you have a, you know, another human being, right, face mask, face mask, trying to. Even if you've it. done it thousands of times. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you see guys in the NFL snap one over the head or roll one on the ground. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. You know, you've been doing it your whole life.
1: Come on. So, center may not be his natural position.
0: No. I, well, he's starting to he's starting to lean out. He's strong as an ox, and uh, I'd love to see him move into like linebacker or something like that. Or you know i think uh, he's 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 very fast I don't, you know you look back and i forget how big i was um I mean, I like i'm not saying i was big but i was a bigger guy and uh i can't remember how he was compared to me but um i think uh yeah i think he he'll definitely have position change we'll see but it, it's my thought Center,
1: it center's kind of fun
0: no center's definitely well in high school it's it's it can be fun. It, it, it is what you make it. You know, kind of all positions. Yeah. If you have the right mentality, you have the right coach to give you the right mentality. Off the line can be the, one of the best positions out there, but not everybody has that coach. Not not to say he doesn't. I don't. You know, but it's uh, definitely a mindset that you have to have if you don't have it. Because with most guys, you know, you want to you want to get stats. You know, you want defensive line. You want you know receiver, You know, other stats stuff. are fun. Stats are fun, and you don't. Most coaches don't keep off the line stats in
1: high school. Yeah, I mean, even in the pros, people don't talk about them. Commentators no, aren't they don't, talking about this. Don't things. talk about
0: it at all, really. Um, but yeah, in, in college and obviously in the pros, you have, obviously they have O line grades, which is a huge deal, and then obviously pancakes and stuff like that, and declutters and different things, which you know give you that sense of pride that you know. Yes, people don't talk about, but in, even in the O line room, that's that's a huge thing. So. If you
1: had two pancakes in a game, I imagine that's a source of pride. Yeah,
0: without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt, you of the most. What's your brother's name? Chase, Chase. Chase Davis.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll listen to this and he gets to hear his name said. Sure. By his sure. older brother. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without All right. So doubt. so when you were like seven, eight, nine years old and you had some free time, your parents weren't telling you what to do and you weren't in school, what were you doing?
0: Mm, I mean, oh, who knows? Uh, I used playing football. You were uh, a Blue Star Cowboy. Blue Star Cowboy, yeah. Um, growing up, played Blue Star from five years old till... Uh, fourth grade. Were you contacted at five or was it flag? I think it's flag. Yeah. I think it's flag at five. Yeah, it was definitely flag because I, I remember playing flag. And then um, after that, uh, I took one year off in fifth grade where I didn't play football. It was the only year I didn't play football and I was didn't know if I wanted to play football anymore. It was like that. I don't know what was going on. But oh, I can I, tell you what's
1: going on because yeah. I'm, I'm a guy who grew up playing football through yeah. high school. You haven't gone through puberty yet sure and getting hits, not a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's Without something in, in the subconscious, in the
0: running and like all that stuff. I did not. I was like, it's mm, Maybe I need to take a break. Yeah. And then I uh, took that year off. I was like, God, I miss it so much. Yeah. Uh, and then went to Chickamauga and played, obviously, and then there on after that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, doing stuff at home and whatnot with the with the fam. But never, you know, had a bunch of buddies and just messing around. But nothing crazy. Honestly, football was pretty pretty uh, pretty
1: big. So if you weren't playing football, you are trying to figure out a way to play football.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, and, you know, everybody jokes about it, how like, oh, nowadays you can't let your kids like go out and do stuff and not like talk to them. You know, what I mean, like when my like I remember leaving the house at like I don't know ten o'clock and or you know whatever, and then not coming back till like five. Yeah, you know, and uh, we at that point we lived in a neighborhood in Mechanicsville, uh, Kingswood Court, and it connects to Kings Charter, and all. Mm. Of that, and I had a bunch of buddies and and take our bikes and just go just go wherever just go. And uh doing who knows what. And uh yeah, it was it was awesome. It's but before
1: yeah. cell phones. It's before helicopter yeah. parents could track you on with, their cell phones. Without a doubt.
0: Which yeah, which you'd think with that you'd get you'd see more of that because it's like, all right, well I know where they are, you know, but no. You're like, oh, my gosh. I think about it. You're that, 200 feet away from the house. You're like, good. Yeah, you're good. I got him. He's right there. But now, it, you know, you have that, and it's like, no, you can't go No, it. Knowing is worse. 100%. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah.
1: All right, so what was it about football after uh, the age of 10 that became – because you and I chatted last time when we mm-hmm. recorded and I, I had these horrible technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was an obsession for you pretty early on.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, Um, he, I grew up a huge Hokie fan. Tech football and uh, and still uh, Dallas Cowboys fan grew up, uh, which I, I I'm sorry that yeah. You're, you no, it, honestly, I appreciate I appreciate that because it, it has been a hard. I don't remember the times of the early yeah. You're 90s. not old. You're yeah. not you're not old enough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was I was too young to remember that. Uh, so my whole life has just been pretty terrible as a Cowboys fan. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, loved it. Um, that was when it was a great time to be a Georgia Tech fan too. Um, who were the big names? Back then? Uh, that was when they had like Brian Randall. Uh, they had Marcus Vick and all them too. The defenses were really good. And they had like uh, Vince Hall, Xavier Deby, Tony Daryl Tapp. He was my favorite player. That's he was probably I, their best defense yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, honestly, yeah, they were all up there. Uh, they had uh, a bunch of corners too. Like local guy, Macho Harris. You remember him? Oh, from yeah. Springs? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when he was really big there. Um, Jimmy Williams. Um, gosh, I even want them to go, go see uh, them play. Georgia and the Chick-fil-A Bowl when they had Matthew Stafford. Um, they ended up losing to Matthew Stafford. But, uh, yeah, it got to meet all the players there and two And, um, yeah, it was it was all I wanted to do. I mean, truly.
1: It, it was a fantastic program. Uh, Beamer, between defense and special teams, really had something going. And mm-hmm. then he figured out how to recruit in the state. Yeah. And he kicked UBA's rear end for a really long time. 100%. Uh, getting Michael Vick mm-hmm. didn't hurt. No. No. Definitely not. I mean, because Michael Vick, that
0: leads to the seven five seven, and that it's always been a hotbed. But even then, I just feel like there were so many guys, and there was a lot of guys that didn't actually come, like you know the Percy Harvins or so, right? You know that didn't go to Tech, but there were so many Richmond and and uh, and the seven five seven, like you know the Hampton Roads. It was just so just a hotbed for so much talent. Uh, the Phoebuses of the world, Oscar Smiths, and all yeah. that. It was just you can name twenty schools. Oh, there. without a doubt, without yeah, without a doubt. And that was when I mean, there's a lot of guys from Richmond too, a lot of Highland Springs guys, a lot of you know Hermitage and Verina, uh, Verina. Yeah, gosh. Um, and so it was just uh, it was a really cool time to be in Virginia um, and be a Virginia Virginia sports football fan kind of thing uh, to grow up in because you know who's the best team in Virginia now? JMU probably.
1: It's not UVA or Tech. Yeah,
0: Exactly. And, you know, and I think Jamie is a great program. They've come a long way, and I have a bunch of boys that went there. But uh, it was a different feel back then, for sure.
1: They're FBS now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, they, yeah, they were top 25 for a little bit this year. Yeah, that's crazy to yeah. think about,
1: right? And they had the uh, bowl
0: game ban this past year because that, that was, like, one of the things they – to move up, they couldn't go to a postseason game. I don't know. That's just what they had to do. And, uh, yeah, and so now this coming year, they're supposed to be pretty good, too. They're in the Sun Belt. And uh, yeah, they uh, they'll be able to go to a bowl game. And now, in the, I think the playoffs, they're extending now to to twelve to twelve. Yeah. Well, you know that, that leads into where like a team that like a JMU that goes undefeated, they might actually get into that. Or, or you know, or back when I, I was playing, you know, a you know a Buffalo or a Central Michigan, the one that was, you know a MAC team that yeah. like went went that far but not. You know, they're not getting left out.
1: They, they go undefeated, or they, they have one loss. It's a pretty close game yeah. to a, a, a good big five conference team.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's exciting. Well
1: um, oh, I'd love to see JMU make that. I would, too. Wouldn't it be hilarious if JMU made that before UVA made it? I think that's the inevitability. I think, yeah. I think it's going to happen. I think it
0: is, too. I know, obviously, UVA, uh, but they uh, they have the – well,
1: UVA football is kind of like uh, Dallas Cowboys. Sure, 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 sure.
0: Years, right? um, they have, they have, it's a, I have some diehard UA fans around me and it's a sore subject. I mean, you lost it's, some coaches. It's hard. Yeah, lost some coaches recently and, you know, all the tragedy that's happened recently hasn't helped. I mean, it's just hard to recruit with that and, you know, everything that's going on. So yeah. I, I think that's definitely the case. And Virginia Tech, I don't even know where they're at right now. They don't know where they're at. That's what I'm saying. No. Like, yeah, I, I don't know where their direction is. Best player to come out of Virginia Tech in the last couple of years. Uh, left them to go to Tennessee, and Hooker, who was there's, no, there's yeah. no reason
1: for that to have happened, yeah. So, no reason whatsoever,
0: yeah. And if you look local, or well, if you look at any kind of recruiting the last couple of years, Virginia Tech and UVA don't get in state recruits at the top level. And Virginia, Virginia produces so many recruits, the Penn State, honestly, Penn State dominates uh, the state of Virginia and a bunch of other schools, too. It's a shame, yeah, it really is. But, you know. Is what, is. what are you gonna do?
1: All right, so football for you. Just you were playing offense and defense most of your mm-hmm. childhood. Yep. Uh, and I, I think you told me you loved playing on defense a little bit more than offense. Yeah, for, yeah. For A long time.
0: Yeah. No, I, I grew. Up, I wanted to play defense. I told you, Daryl Tat was my favorite player. That's that's what he was a defensive end, um, and uh, that's why I emulate. Really, like that's who I wanted to be. Like um, I met him once, and when I was. Six, sixth graders something like that uh, they did it on like the hokey walk and my mother was standing behind me I remember I very vividly but um, he like dap me up or something <laughs> ridiculous. And my, I turn around, my mother's, like, bawling, crying. Like, oh, Meta's here. Okay, it was so corny. I
1: was like, Oh, do but when you're in sixth grade, who cares how I out. this Yeah,
0: without yeah, a doubt. But, in, you know, having kids now, I could see why that would make you emotional as a, as a mother. But, um, but yeah, no, I totally want to play defense. Thought that was the way. Like, did not see myself playing off the line.
1: I think defense defensive end is probably more fun than playing center.
0: Uh, Yeah, definitely. And definitely – in middle school, to, school. <laughs> middle school and high school, middle school and high school, and there before that too. Yeah, without a doubt. And obviously, most would agree that it's probably more fun after the fact too. But yeah. yeah, yeah, No, definitely defensive end, defensive line in general is is uh like I said, there's not much thought to it. You know, right gap, left gap. You know, there's twists and whatnot. And then right. you just got technique and what. But there's no, you know, it's not the the top of the food chain on
1: the smartest part. Yeah, I mean, defensive ends in the NFL are the second highest paid position, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The game, well. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, second highest now. Because um, I know – well, I don't know. It's getting wonky now with receivers and stuff. Receivers, if there's an but argument no, for another position, yeah, yeah. it's receivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for the longest time. It, it always has been, even since, But now they're just throwing stupid money at everybody. Um, but, yeah, for sure. Always wanted to do it. Played it, uh, played it at a pretty high level. Yeah. Um, Throughout my career, but
1: yeah. All right, so you're in middle school and you're you're playing a lot. I imagine you're a bigger kid. Mm-hmm. You're coordinated. Yeah. Uh, you're dominating middle school football. I imagine in seventh and eighth grade, and you're ready to, to just. I mean, I I never had your passion for the sport. I I really enjoy playing football, but I'd never yeah. had your passion for it. You get into when? When did you know you weren't going to graduate from Atley High School? Uh, probably.
0: Midway through my freshman football season, yeah, and, and that.
1: the the coaching just wasn't what you were looking for.
0: Oh, uh, so the JV coach was, um, and I don't know, I'm blank. I could see his face vividly, um, uh, and literally, I could talk to any of my teammates, and they would tell you his name, but I can't remember his name for the life. Maybe he was an awesome coach, such a great coach, and I had a great time with JV football. It just the head coach of Atley at the time, uh, the varsity coach, we just didn't. See eye to eye, and um, or you know, it's just I knew I wanted to play in college. I know I wanted to put myself in the best situation. I didn't see it going that way at Atley.
1: Was he trying to put you in a different position, or was the quality of your teammates not what you wanted?
0: No, it, nothing about that. I, well, I can't honestly put a finger on exactly as far as it wasn't that he was playing me a different position or you know the quality of teammates or so i mean we had great teammates um i, should, I was playing with my best friend who's my best friend to the day uh but it just wasn't the uh you know the locker room feel like it wasn't you know the team feel there just wasn't that you can tell yeah it was, it was just honestly it was just losing it was a losing team. It was a losing atmosphere um and he was a losing coach um there and why he was gone a couple years later and um you know when i spoke to him to let him know because my parents made me uh to let him know that I was leaving, he pretty much like solidified that. But pretty much telling me like, you can't be successful here, you can't be successful anywhere. I was like,
1: what does that even mean?
0: Exactly to yeah. to a fourteen to, year old, to whatever a, to, I mean, a, to yeah. a pretty young teenager. I was like, yeah. okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> like reaffirming why the heck I'm getting out of here. So yeah,
1: are you glad your parents made you do that?
0: Uh, leave? They didn't? No, make no, no, no.
1: Talk to the coach.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because that gave that. Stamp of like, all right, yeah, I, this is the right decision for all
1: sure. All right, so halfway through the football year, you knew you wanted to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. and you, and as a kid who lives in the Atley district or in the Atley area, mm-hmm. there are creative things that kids can do in their sure. families. But assuming you weren't going to do something creative and go to another public school, you're left with private schools. Yeah,
0: without a doubt. And actually, knowing what I know now, maybe we could have tried being creative because if I caught, I know if I would have gone to Hanover. It would have been a different different thing. They were good back they then. They were really good and I know the a lot honestly a lot of the guys that play here are some of my best friends now. Um, and I can't it would have been really cool and it would have been a different situation. Shit, my brother in law, obviously, he was their quarterback. Right. Um, but yeah, I uh, private school was the uh, the way to look for. Uh, my cousin had gone to Fork Union um, to I don't know, he public school didn't fit him. Um, and it really had done really a lot for him. Uh, he uh, he wasn't a full player, or anything like that. But he, he ran track, and Fort Union has an incredible track team, cross country team, and whatnot. And it just was a great fit for him, and whatnot. And we uh, so that was the initial connection. We had known a couple of people there, but um, then went there and talked to the coach and kind of their whole atmosphere, kind of thought process, and especially the recruiting part. That's like such a big part for them, and they don't necessarily say this in the front end, but for a school like that, having kids go somewhere and, like, you know, go to different schools for football, for whatever, is a big part of getting people there. Um, and I didn't know that – I didn't think about that at the time. But, like, looking back, um, that part really helped me as far as – as as a 14, or whatever-year-old, I was looking I was like, wow. So, like, you had these guys go to college and you have these coaches coming to practice every day. And, like, this is kind of – this is like – it's like a mini college. I mean, you – Obviously, you have your schoolwork, you have your military stuff, but other than that, like, you're doing football. Like, you have a month of camp where you're not doing anything but football, and you don't have that in high school. Or you have you know, you have two days and whatnot, but you go home to your mom and, like, right. you know, you get yeah, yeah. there's none of that. So, um, it's definitely, it was it felt like I was going off to college. It was really cool. All
1: right, well, let's take this one at a time. So, sure. it's a boarding school, so you're away from your parents. Yeah i imagine you missed them for a period of time when you first got there that sure. had to be a hard adjustment
0: yeah yeah so it's an all boys military boarding school and those are the three christian, that i want to hit one christian the time. military school yeah um and did uh yeah i mean i, I remember first night um uh, I has got there you're kind of going through the steps you're kind of going but then when everything slowed down i remember my roommate hadn't got there yet i don't know why, i don't know why but um so i was in in my uh room alone which in the barracks and uh, I remember, like, you know, I'm embarrassed to say, like, crying, like, oh, my God. Like those like 14-year-old what kids, have, what them. have I done? Like, what, Like, do I, am I ready for this? I'm not sure. This is, like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, you know, they'd shaved your head and all that stuff. So, it's, uh, yeah, intense. But after that first night, um, it's, like, I don't know. I don't remember a thought of, like. Ugh, suck it up, like kind of thing. But I just remember that first night being kind of tough there until I went to sleep, and uh, then after that, it was it was pretty good. Uh, you no, know, it wasn't like a lot of homesickness or anything. Like that you just kind of, I don't know, just go with it, and it's good.
1: Well, I, I went to an all male high school as well, so I know what it's like to be surrounded by guys only. Yeah, was that a weird thing for you, or you're like just what whatever it is, what it is?
0: Um, no, I mean it's not weird. Uh, if anything, it's 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 easier because you don't. <laughs> Easier to focus. You're not um, distracted. That's for sure. Not distracted. <laughs> not, not by the opposite sex. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, it's nice. You I mean, granted, you know, it would have been nice to have girls. I missed having girls in cl- in class. But you know, you're there, and you it's easier to focus on your act. You know, goes go to college uh, now. Obviously, the same. But you know, you have to focus on your academics. and You have to focus focus on your football. It, and that's it. It's 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 it made it feel like it's a job. And I know that's like hard. I guess as like a kid or whatnot, but for me, that made it feel a little bit easier. Just like, all right, this is what I'm doing. I can like focus on this. I have like a path. I'm going to stick to it. You you had a regimen.
1: Exactly. You were learning learning
0: discipline. Yeah. I mean, you wake up at, you know, 5, yeah, 545 or something like that to a bugle. And, And then you're go, 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 go. And then, you know, if you didn't play a sport, you had like a break, but I did. So I literally was go, go, go until like CQ and then. Yeah, I mean, the whole day was filled. There's no, like... And you were exhausted by the end of every day, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At least, especially in the beginning, I and mean, you kind of get more used to it early. Yeah, but that's build, build that's, a, that's a good thing. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, it's, uh, but yeah, it was awesome.
1: And uh, when you graduated from there, did you feel the same way that you feel about it now? Because a lot of people go through experiences like that, and they're 10 years removed from it. Like, yeah, looking back at that, I love th- the fact that I went through it. Did you have that feeling... Uh, your senior year
0: um yeah yeah no definitely um definitely uh i thought of like i'm obviously so excited to leave but at the same time it was i mean cried my eyes out at graduation just like leaving like because you know look at anything you go through hard situations with people builds like a bond obviously oh my gosh like nothing builds a bond tighter than that and so you know these guys are like went through like really hard stuff like or high schooler for teenagers. Uh, for sure. teenagers. And uh so like leaving that was uh harder than I thought as far as you know, not it wasn't hard to leave, but it was it was definitely very emotional. But yeah, looking back,
1: yeah, I love
0: I'm I'm so glad I went. Um
1: There's few things on earth that are more powerful for people than shared adversity. Without a
0: doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. And I think it'd be we'd be better off as a world if people could knew that. Yeah. You know I mean, and could experience that. Obviously, you know. Adversity is a relative thing, you know what people consider adversity, but you know within the yeah everybody has a different line for what tough is <laughs> exactly <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> um, and me as a high school kid, that I felt pretty freaking tough.
1: Uh, you you were you went you were in the top two percent of, yeah, uh, of yeah. tough yeah. tough experiences, sure. no question. Sure. sure, no, I mean yeah. Well, I mean you know, boarding, you're away from your parents. No, yeah, yeah. It's military.
0: Well, <laughs> when you're there, they uh, so obviously when you're at military, military school. There's usually around three guys that go there. The the issue people, you know, ever gets threatened. I'm sending um, The academic, the guys who are like military or like, uh, you know, uh, alumni that send their kids there. Dad was a colonel. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, or athletics. Um, like I said, the track team was very really good. The basketball team was incredible. Um, and so a lot of people went there for that. Um, and, when, you know, if you are sorry i kind of lost my phone no you're good you're good
1: um the three three kinds of people that went there and by the way i went to a not a rival but y'all were in the same league as mm -hmm. us and i would tell everybody that every single kid that went to fork union was a behavioral
0: yeah and that's i think people like honestly would would say that you know would just assume that off back. i knew that wasn't true no 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 no. but you know especially as a kid like you know we would do track meets and there was guys like that uh you know we'd have like Track me because we had this huge indoor facility, and like Atley would come there and you know, different schools. That's and, pretty cool, too. No, it was awesome because you'd see the people I grew up with and be like, Hey, I'm still alive, you know, kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, I think everybody was like, Keep the girls over here, you know, <laughs> keep the guy, you know, kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, which honestly, to be fair, you know, when the girl track girls were coming in, all there was a lot of guys who were like, Holy cow, look at that, <laughs> women, yeah. Um, because for the longest time, all I have seen is like lunch ladies, which is, you know, nobody wants look at.
1: I, I can't imagine what it's like to have a girl show up for a track meet. Yeah. And you hadn't seen one in... Yeah,
0: as a, you know, puberty boy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely uh, quite the experience. Uh,
1: you have a fondest memory from, from being there, football or otherwise?
0: Fondest? Um, I have a lot of really good memories. Um, probably... Gosh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I have a fondest memory that comes to mind. I mean, there was a lot of really great memories. I mean, different things that happened. Um, some really cool things. Like uh, I think we mentioned it before, uh, when my first got my first year, um, we played uh, Russell Wilson. He was he was at Collegia at the time, um, and we played him uh, at home. And NFL Films came out and was, you know, filming about Porky because, you know. at
1: They already knew he was going to be a thing?
0: No, they did not. That was, that's the craziest part about it. I mean, he, they knew he was a good quarterback. I think at the time he was, like, already two-time. And his dad was a pro. His dad was a pro, yeah. But, you know, I think they knew it was our, one of our rivals. Probably at that time, like, we would say, one, like, our biggest rival. Um, and, uh, and NFL Films came out because they were filming, like, you know, forking and all this stuff and they talked about like uh how we're the only school with two heisman trophy winners besides uh archie griffin and all this stuff and then a george end up coming to the school and doing our pre-game speech which was really really cool and he's a cool guy you were yeah he's me. a very cool guy okay. um i've had a couple interactions with him and you know god he would be able to pick me out of a lineup but you know any interaction i've had with him was really cool my head coach who's now in the forking all of fame i told you he uh was just inducted this past year, uh, Mickey Sullivan, uh, who I love dearly. Um, he coached Eddie uh, when he was at Forkingin, and a George went to Forkingin from like seventh grade. Yeah, to senior year, he was like, on the prep team, not just the post. Well, I was saying he was, and he also was on middle school there, which is you imagine, like, you know. Um, and so, uh, and he obviously went really you know, did obviously incredible things and, uh, Mickey ended up surprising him at his Heisman trophy ceremony. And like, he talks about it. Like, how he like turned around, and Mickey was there and he like was crying and whatnot. And so Eddie did the same thing to him this year. Uh, when we did the, um, uh, hall of fame dinner and, uh, Eddie like walked up and like, he was, uh, I guess whoever's announced, I was like, yeah, actually. So I'm going to, uh, hand over the mic and, uh, we have a special guest coming in or wants to, uh, want to present this to you, Mickey. And, uh, Eddie walks in and it's like, it's like, oh gosh, it was awesome. Eddie's was really
1: cool. probably your most famous grad.
0: Yeah. Um, well, famous, like football grad, probably. Um, there's other people, uh, the old, uh, owner of the, uh, of the, uh, Carolina Panthers. And oh, the, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one <laughs> who got, got some trouble. trouble. Yeah, yeah. Got trouble. Uh, him and then, um. Uh, the guy who's the GM for the Chiefs who actually drafted Patrick Mahomes I got it I see his face yeah, in my head anyway yeah. there's a bunch of guys Eddie probably is Vinny Testaverde like I said he went there and Vinny uh, was post-grad only though I think. Uh, he was post-grad only yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah in post-grad you can go like Michael Thomas went there post-grad and like different
1: unbelievable um, number of guys oh my god that so many the Morgan Moses
0: UVA guy yeah um, still in the league yeah still in the league doing well um, but yeah probably, I would say probably a hey, George there's probably somebody I'm not thinking of but as far as football people, I think he would probably be the biggest, for sure. Did
1: you play with Morgan?
0: I didn't. He got there the year after I left. Um, so, he... I graduated in He was there post-grad after he graduated from Meadowbridge. Um, his post-grad year, uh, he did there in 2010. Or fall of nine, I
1: guess. He's, he's a really good. Yeah, he's very good. He's yeah. a
0: cool-ass dude. I, I met him a couple times while uh, I actually was visiting because... Uh, He, uh, I mean, like I said, a bunch of my buddies are still
1: there. Um, So, yeah, it was cool. All right. And you played both ways at Fork Union. I did.
0: I did. So, I I played uh, defensive line, uh, defensive end, uh, sophomore through senior year, uh, and then off the line as well. Um, I'd never played off the line. Well, I hadn't played off the line since, God. Well, I guess since middle school because freshman year at Atlee, I'd played tight end, and then. When I got to Fork Union, I uh, played defensive line. wanted to just play defensive line, and I played O-line too, but uh, played O-line and uh, was three-time All-State defensive line and two-time All-State offensive line. So, yeah. It was a,
1: you were big, athletic, coordinated, all that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Stronger guy, fast. Um, you know, I'll, I'll check the boxes. It's funny now.
1: how a lot of offensive linemen play tight end at some point in their career. I know. And they get converted – because you need athleticism on the the D line and the O line as well, and and coaches, uh, I, I guess some of the better ones, much to the chagrin of guys who eventually become O line, because tight ends probably a little more fun, I would guess. Mm. They see the frame, yeah. And like I would love to have tight end athleticism with that kind of frame that can put on more weight, sure. put on more yeah, muscle, yeah, or like
0: a an unathletic tight end putting on weight is an athletic tackle. Um, mm. You saw, uh, uh Dwayne Brown. Oh yeah, a local guy uh, played tight end uh, when he first got to Tech. Yep, and then obviously he's been in the league for I don't know fifteen years. He's a now. top fifteen exactly. Left tackle e- exactly. Right? So you know it happens a lot. Um, probably the best right tackle in the league right now. Um, Lane Johnson, who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think he played like quarterback and then tight end um, or something like that, and then <laughs> end up playing like his first year of uh, like as an off tackle when he got to college at Oklahoma. Yeah. So yeah. Happens a lot. Um, I go back to the center thing. I did not play center in high school at all. Um, I, think I did it. Actually, I remember very vividly playing it once when our center, who was very good, his name Russell Bodine, ended up playing at UNC and then in the league after. Uh, he got hurt or something, so I had to switch back to center. And it was like rainy and wet. And I literally, I can't even remember if I could snap the ball. It was like it was so gross. It's now. not fun. I was like, this is terrible. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Definitely,
1: uh, All right, so how old were you when you said, you know what, I am I really want to play in college and I'm going to do everything I can to play in college?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. How old you are in like sixth or seventh grade, yeah.
1: Most people, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm old. Maybe it's a generational thing. People in sixth grade, my generation, were not thinking about playing college anything.
0: Well, I think uh, people have... Um, don't have enough confidence. Um, maybe mm-hmm. that's uh, from parents or whatever it is. is. Didn't have. I, mean, I had great parents that, like, you know, if you try hard enough, you do everything, you can do whatever you want kind of thing. You know, very really corny stuff, but, like, I was like, yeah.
1: That okay. may be part of it, but I also think coaches and systems from these colleges, they weren't looking at sixth graders. They weren't even thinking about anybody uh, younger than probably juniors in high school back sure. in the day. Sure,
0: sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't tell you the exact – Reason I I went to my first like college football camp I think was going into eighth grade um, maybe going to ninth I don't know one of the, I think maybe both um, and uh, I remember going I went to Tech one uh, one year and um, it was either eighth uh, going into eighth grade or going into ninth grade and uh, Ed Wang another off tackle started tight end and played off tackle and then win the league um, he like. Uh, Coach Beer brought him out and talked to all, all of us at the time I was playing tight end. So talked to all of us. And uh, it was like, yeah, this is this is what I want to do. And you know, I was obviously one of the younger guys, but, you know, being around, you know, there's nobody out there. I was like, I can't, I can do that. Like, you know, seeing all the bigger, even the guys that are bigger, faster, shorter, I was like, I'll be that when I'm a little bit older. Like, it's not worry. It's just a matter of time kind of thing.
1: So I mean that's pretty uh, serious concentration commitment to one path. Yeah, and it and it led you to playing in college. Yeah,
0: without a doubt. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, like I said, especially once I went to Fortune, that was there was no other path. Like if you would have asked me, like what do you want to do in your play football? I don't, I don't really, know. I don't want to play football, um, and that was for a while. But when I, and when I got to Fortean, it was like, no, there is no other. Like I'm gonna get a good degree and whatnot, and I'll, I'll figure that
1: out. But. I'm doing this to play football. And the coaches were all about it too, I imagine. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: one, like, I think I remember, like, uh, when you first got there, like, that was one of the things they asked. Like, you had to, like, fill out, like, kind of like a brochure, like a pamphlet, like, you know, answering questions, like, where do you, you know, do you want to play golf football, kind of thing, like that. And I remember, yeah, um, very vividly um, that I wanted to play and that I was going to do whatever it took. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, I that level of uh focus is foreign to me. I yeah. maybe there were kids my age that were that focused. I don't think they existed though, really.
0: Let me it, so there might have been, but let me go tell you this. Unless you ask me it's not like I'm telling, you know, yelling to the world, I play football, you know, kind of thing. Like <laughs> I'm sure was it was, like, it was internal of, it was internally. Yeah. yeah sure. No, I mean don't be wrong. As of now. If you ask me I have no problem telling you. But, you know, it's not like I was, you know, yeah, there were probably some people obviously a lot of people that knew but at the same time you know it's not like I was like screwing the world so you know there might have been other guys that maybe didn't think about it or, or didn't you didn't know that one to be like that but you yeah, know it's uh, who
1: are the top five teams that were looking at you say around your junior year junior um the
0: entire Mac um my junior uh well tech and UVA were um
1: uh how tall were you, are you your height now essentially? six
0: two uh I'm like six three like, <laughs> i'm right there i mean like literally if you, you you could get two different doctors and they measure me <laughs> one would be six three one would be just right underneath six two
1: and fifteen six yeah pretty yeah. much
0: yeah yeah whatever the measurement is and uh and i definitely think i i grew a little bit i think i grew up a little bit in college so i think i was closer to like the six two and a half maybe um uh going in and that was one of the things technically like you're just too short that especially uva back then i don't know if you remember like they were that was when they were like producing off to the linemen
1: they, um, they they had really good off yeah linemen.
0: and they uh, you know that the uh, eugene moreau and to shaw and uh, all these other guys um and uh yeah that uh i did not fit the uva mold at all um, yeah you had to be a certain height certain yeah, weight I mean, I mean their centers were six five i mean it's
1: not a seems kind of silly
0: it does but um but, you know until somebody until a extra like a stud or like a you know just a, a complete outlier like kelsey like a kelsey or but somebody you know that shows like oh wow okay you can be a little short and be really successful <laughs> most teams are going to stick with the prototype and that's what it is you know granted and let say like i was you know there was other short guys one of the best centers of all time jeff saturday probably somebody emulated you know as far as like wanting to play center um, a small guy went to UNC and was highly successful. Way successful by the time I had any thought of going to college. So, you know, it had been done, but they... You know, even back then, like quarterbacks, like you didn't have a smaller quarterback or anything like that. Like, you had to
1: be 6'2".
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might had someone in college, but he if you were smaller in college, you were like a Marcus Hagan who was like gonna run all over the place or something like that. Right. So whereas now it's like, oh wow, we have Drew Brees and all this stuff. So now, you know, the Baker Mayfields or Cotton Murray's can play. So yeah, it uh, I didn't fit the mold with that, um, but yeah, I said – but the Mac was still interesting. Mac, yeah, and they had some D one AA offers. Uh, different times um, went to like I said went to other recruiting camps and if I could tell anybody who's trying to get their kid recruited or kid who is thinking about getting recruited go do recruiting camps I'm talking about Ohio State Michigan bigger programs gosh you can go to, SC, go to Georgia or anything like that the reason I say that you're not going there to get recruited by Ohio State or Michigan or Georgia most of those school, all those schools will invite like Ohio State and Michigan invite the entire MAC. You know, other D1AA schools, local schools, like if you go to Ohio State, like they'll have the Youngstown States and all these other schools too. And that's who you're trying to recruit. I went to multiple camps and came back with multiple offers from different people that maybe watched film, but then you saw in person and saw my athletic ability, saw what I could do in person, and they're like, I could do something with that. You know, whereas maybe you missed something on film, you know. Right. So, um that, that was huge for me. Or you could
1: be overlooked on film too. Without a doubt. Just looking at a Well, ton like, of film. you
0: know, I don't know, it's the same now, but back then it was like you're sending out tapes. You know, yeah. it was, it, that was, you know, hard copy DVDs and sending them out. Uh, gosh, we sent out, and that's the other thing. game was great about that. You sent out hundreds of tapes. Um, and, uh, you know, every school was getting hundreds of tapes. And obviously they have guys watch it, but. You know, if I watch 50 tapes in a row, I miss one or two, you know, kind right. of thing. Right. So, uh, if you can get any exposure, that's that's a huge way to do it, for sure.
1: Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, your senior year, you had narrowed it down to a uh, handful.
0: So, <laughs> I didn't, I had offers. And then my senior year, so, obviously, at Fork Union, you want to get off campus. So, I was like, I think you get three or four official visits. I can't remember how many it is. But I was going to take all of them. Um, to get off campus, and so I went on my first visit to a school I really didn't think I was even going to go to, but Eastern Michigan. Um, really, just because they were the first one I could line up, um, and went there, and I went with actually well the reason I did is I went with a teammate of mine. Um, and ended up being a really cool experience. Um, went up there, you know, they take you around, you go out with the players, the whole thing. And uh, my host was I can't remember his name he was off the guard, but he was. Uh, really good buddies and he was the left guard and the starting right guard at the time was do you remember TJ Lang mm-hmm, sure Packers whatnot. not yeah well uh, so he was with us the whole time he ended up pretty much being my host uh, for it so I got to hang out with him and one of the coolest things that happened which is such a weird thing but we went bowling and we we're like getting pitchers and know, I'm off you know, senior in high school. Nobody cares. Uh, yeah, well, you yeah, know this, this is so long ago. Um, but uh we went bowling and we we're drinking and whatnot, and he's like, You can see something cool? I was like, Yeah. uh and he goes, Watch this. And he does three strikes in a row between his legs. <laughs> and it had spin like the, I don't know you know, oh, yeah. it, like, I can't curls, do spin. Curls around normally. like like you're watching, you know, on ESPN two on a Saturday. And uh yeah, it was a cool show. I was like, this is I'm <laughs> loving. And uh and then we ended uh, I guess Saturday had practice because uh, it was like mid season. And um, and they uh no this is Saturday, this is later in the season, so Mac has the mac right? Right. So like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday again. Yeah. So they had Saturday practice and that Saturday morning they did uh, Oklahoma drills and um, T J Lang got in as a linebacker and just I think he might have killed the guy. Like he was
1: probably the best football player on the team. Oh, it sounds yeah. Like. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was.
0: Uh, yeah, no, he definitely had to be uh, at that time. No, Max Crosby hadn't got there yet, or any of those guys. Like you know, there's other guys that went there, but yeah, it was a really cool experience. Anyway, went there, went home. Was like, yeah, it's cool, but uh, Eastern Michigan's a notoriously bad team. Well, it's also Michigan true true
1: <laughs> um and it's it was colder and crap that's, like, that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah
0: east lansing um it's yeah right there beside michigan um and so uh then i uh, had a couple more visits set up uh ohio university like i said my buddy jameel shaw who's a corner for us he had a lot of the same offers i did and uh, we were like yeah we'll go up there we're gonna visit um and eric herman who in the being one of my best friends and is still a really close friend of mine uh, was my he was a year older than me he's off the of guard and uh, he was my host had a great time and you know was like yeah oh, I really like this place this might be the one and uh, on the last day so when you're done with the whole visit kind of like you know every every day every visit anybody it goes on, you go meet with the head coach usually. And you go, like, yeah, how's the visit? And, you know, what are you thinking? What's your plans for commitment and all stuff, whatever. And, uh, I remember sitting in the hallway. Uh, we were actually, they were actually doing the meeting at, uh, the Ohio Inn. Um, and, uh, which is like the nice like hotel, like they, all the visit teams cause they had, and, uh, I'm talking to Jamil. I'm like, all right, what do you think? Are you going to commit? Like what he's like, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I will if you will. But, don't have to do it, like, we have other visits, like, you yeah, know, Yeah, do, do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, all right, And so he goes in, he's in there probably, like, 15 minutes, or something like that, comes out, he's looking at the floor, i look at it, and he looks up, this big, shit-eating ground, I was like, you, like, son of a, you, did you commit? He goes, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And
1: all commit, right. at that point, is a verbal commit. A verbal commit, yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah we yeah.
0: didn't do our early, early sign of the day or anything like that, yeah. but, um, and so... We uh, we end up, I go in. Uh, that our coach was Frank Solich, um, you know, Ohio great, you know, amazing coach. And uh, he's asking about it. I was like, yeah, that's great. He was like, you want any more visits? I was like, well, I was planning to, but I, I'm actually gonna commit. I'm I'm ready. I'm good. Let's do it. <laughs> you were the easiest seller. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, <laughs> there was no like real sales pitch on it. Uh, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. He was like, oh my god, it's great. Like you know. And so, yeah, that was that was it. I decided to go be a bobcat, and it was it was awesome. Went back, and you love the experience. Oh my god, it was incredible. I mean, we were we had winning seasons every year. I was there, went to bowl every game. I was there. Was there regrets? Of course. Like I wish there was, you know, I wish we would won a MAC championship. We lost, and I think two. Um, and uh, you know, I was a three year starter. Uh, should have been a four, um, or as I was a four because my first year was completely wasted. Uh, nowadays you can play like a certain amount of snaps over the year back then it was if you play any conference games at like one snap you lost your year which is silly yeah I agree I played like 16 snaps my freshman year we had a fifth year senior um, and uh, he was just kind of like a I don't know even when he was hurt he didn't come out <laughs> he just like was always in, you know and uh, and so I, I really didn't get in until like you know when they're like, all right, we're taking knees and like, you know, might have to drive. So, so like I said, sixteen snaps. And which,
1: I, I'd still keep my starter in the. Yeah, and I don't play you because I want you for or, four Or starter. put
0: somebody, you know, we had a we had a backup guy behind me. It you know, so. Uh, but yeah, wasted. But you know, it was uh, it was incredible. Like I said, we were very very good. Had a lot of really good teammates. A lot of guys to go to the NFL and whatnot. And it was. Uh, and Athens, Ohio is uh, is an incredible town it's all college um it's the second biggest university in the state of ohio only behind ohio state mm. um i have no idea yeah most people don't i mean it's way bigger in cincinnati it's like like 37 or thirty-four thousand undergrads or something like that What? Yeah, it's huge um and so like it and it is a party school it is <laughs> we were like you know like the have you heard of the princeton review how they do like sure there? Yeah, think, yeah or I maybe mean, it's a Harvard review i don't know one of them and they were at the top party schools. We were like one or two. Like every year, I was there. E-
1: ECU and you guys. Yeah,
0: we, we would smoke ECU. I, <laughs> at least then we would. I can't
1: seem to now. Um, a lot of no, things. That's changed. not something your parents were pondering when they were. No, they, they definitely knew though. I don't. Um, no.
0: Yeah, we had a thing called Fest season during in the spring. That was like our claim to fame. It was like essentially block parties. They shut down. Yeah. Um, and it was in huge Halloween stuff. Anyway. It was a great time.
1: Geographically, uh, Athens is kind of between, and I know Cincinnati's not super close, but Cincinnati, Morgantown. Yeah, so if,
0: uh, actually, Athens is farther south geographically than the, like, like D.C. Hmm. So, like, D.C. is farther north. So, like, you get a pretty, yes, they get more snow than Richmond, but, like, they probably don't get as much snow as, like, D.C. does. Like, it's, yes, we had, you know, snow and whatnot, but... The temperatures aren't that different. And then, you know, you go an hour north to Columbus because it's it's literally 45 minutes to an hour south. You know, they would get smacked by a snowstorm. We would just completely miss it. Uh Um, Yeah, it's like 30 minutes over the uh, Ohio
1: River. Yeah. Yeah. 37,000 kids. That's, I I thought, it's something like that. If you had told me it was 8,000, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, no,
0: it's huge. It's huge. So, and there's nothing there besides, uh, besides the university
1: do you know why this is an odd question if you don't know the answer it's no big deal do you know why it was founded i'm very curious why schools in, I, in that part of the world i don't um
0: it's it's a i have no idea honestly because it's such a impoverished place um yeah. like the appalachia and like it uh, is part of appalachia yeah right. it is uh, they have like appalachia scholarships to go there and like um and like the plains it's just like um it's it's a very like you know it just is. I don't know. There's nothing else around it. I mean, uh, Dayton is like an hour and a half or, away, and then like Cincinnati is like two and a half hours away or something C- like that. Cincinnati
1: is kind of a cool town. I don't think anybody's knocking any doors down to get to Dayton.
0: No, no, no. No, um, no definitely not. But um, Dayton had a couple of things, I think, going on, but, you know, college wise. But right. um, but yeah, no. Cincinnati is a cool town. Columbus, Columbus is an incredible town. I mean, like, it's the capital of Ohio. It's the biggest city in ohio by far um it's a it's a cool city it is yeah. um and so yeah it was if you it, weren't in ohio or in athens you go up there
1: and if, if you live in columbus or probably within an hour and a half drive you better be in ohio state fan Ugh.
0: yes
1: yeah now
0: one of my really close friends who's actually at my wedding uh is like played ohio state and like people to this day i mean treat him like he is a celebrity. Which I guess in our at Columbus he is. I mean it's ridiculous. Sure. Um but they like it's insane. They it is obnoxious. They love Ohio State so much. They're better than the the Browns or the Bengals. Like it's just a it's just crazy. Um but a, it, a lot it, of
1: years if they played the Browns they, they'd they win. Probably.
0: Probably but it's eh, well not really but no, yeah but, I, I but I get yeah it. but yeah, yeah well, honestly I mean and they do like it's just it's a it's a whole culture, a whole atmosphere it's, uh, and it's honestly why they are the only team that can compete with the SEC, I think, in the country. Um, with the Georgia or Alabama right now, Ohio State is the only team. And,
1: and one or two teams slip into the argument, but you learn by the year end. Year over year, year that I'm saying, but like,
0: well, year, you know, one consistently, year Consistently, yeah, yeah. But
1: consistently, the,
0: like, in as far as, like, talent and whatnot, you know. It explains why they can go into Florida and Texas and whatnot and recruit because you go to oh. a state, it's a
1: it's a different atmosphere. They can go to any state in the union and yeah, well they can get a
0: kid. Name another college that's in a major like a major city that like in a capital city or something like that that has you know can produce like that. There's n-
1: really none, and it's in the Midwest, which is not super appealing to kids from Florida or Texas no. or California.
0: But like you have USC in LA, which USC yeah, and then you have Texas, which is in Austin, which that. But other than that, I mean. You know, Miami, that's, you can't, nothing good sports wise usually in Miami Man. just because it's too big. But yeah, it's it's just incredible, incredible atmosphere for sure. To your Ohio
1: State, like your, your, your diehard Ohio State, if you live in that part of the country, I knew I, I had an Army buddy who moved to Virginia, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, and his license plate has the Ohio State little symbol on it, and it has some version of Woody Hayes' name. The Buckeye. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the Buckeye plus Woody Hayes, who's probably their most famous coach. Yeah, I would think so. Well, he, uh, he punched a player on the other team. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's, it's insane. Uh, um, it, it is really. I played against Ohio State uh, my sophomore year. It was either my first start or my second start uh, as a sophomore, my first year I was starting. And uh, it was, it, honestly, it was one of the cool, coolest experiences, but we got schwaxed. Uh, it was when they had Terrell Pryor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, everybody remembers him probably now, like in the NFL. And he, you know, he had like a one year with the Redskins that he did go as a receiver. And he did, you know, a little bit here. But in college, he was the man. Like yeah. and in high school, obviously, he was the number one recruit coming out. And he just ran all over us. Um, and they beat us like, I don't know, 45 to
1: 10 or something like that. Was the D line noticeably better than your MAC competition?
0: Uh, so yes. Uh, when I so I played, and I played against Cameron Hayward, who is going to be a probably first battle of Hall of Famer. He's probably top three deepest attack in the league. Uh, he has been for a while. Um, he uh, there's a story I tell everybody about that. Uh, there was a play where I pancaked him out of probably sheer luck honestly like did I'd he see just, you
1: coming uh yeah he did but i'm pretty sure he tripped or something but, yeah, I mean, like <laughs> honestly um
0: he and because this was like i think he was like a like he was like he was about to go to the draft he was the man he was the man already he was not like, like i played against jonathan hankerson who's still in league uh, with the cowboys uh he was a true freshman he was really good then but uh cameron anyway pancaked him and the next play i remember so vividly. we were on our own like 10 yard line so like Ends up right behind us, so already in a bad situation. And it was a six power, so a power play of pulling the guard. All I'm doing is blocking back. It's honestly the easiest play that I got, you know? And he said, fuck to play and he took put me, his hands right in my chest picked me up like a rag doll and <laughs> threw me in the ground and my parents were up in the nosebleeds behind me and they describe it them going "ooh" <laughs> as i get just into the ground and i was like oh that's gonna look terrible in film <laughs> um and so yeah it, they were they were very good they had um you know they uh yeah their d-line was very good and whatnot I, and i played against some really good uh, guys in high school or in college uh, in the MAC, like I played against Cleo Mack mm-hmm. when he was at Buffalo, and he was incredible, um, and a bunch of other guys too. But uh yeah, they were yeah, you know, just you know, like I said, Jonathan angers was a true freshman playing against us, and he was already like you know, already got like, oh, wow, that guy's gonna be really really good. Yeah, so it was it was quite the experience. But
1: all right, so you you. Your senior year in college, because uh, I asked you about mm-hmm. being in the NFL, and that was certainly an aspiration of mm-hmm. yours. Uh, did you have some challenges on, on your way to trying out for teams?
0: Yeah, so senior went really well. Um, we uh, played well and everything. Uh, ended up going to um, the uh, – gosh, I don't know what bowl game it was. Uh, but one in Louisiana. It was actually the – it was the Independence Bowl. And uh, we uh, went down there and uh, had a great time of the week. And um, and, uh, and we ended up waxing the team. But uh, during the game, we ended up having a, a, a fumbled uh, ball where Eric Herman, who we spoke about earlier, one of my really good friends, uh, we did a silent snap where he slaps me in the leg and I snap it because I'm reading the defense, calling out whatever. You have to trust him. Yeah. And so he uh, – Slapped me in the leg. He looks back at the quarterback, and the quarterback's supposed to give him a knee. And then he turns around, slaps me in the leg, and I noticed snap. It. Well, he turned around and looked at Diddley Fuck. I don't know what he saw. And, um, and he slapped me in the leg. And so I snapped it and hit Kyle my, Telton, my, my quarterback, right in the groin. And he Because he, he wasn't ready for Cause it. Because he was not ready for it. And um, he ended up going fumble big scrum and I tried to dig into the pile and when I did my like toe
1: went like back to my ankle from you just digging
0: yeah just like you know digging in the turf and I don't know something lost or whatever and just went back
1: so if so people who are listening to this can't see what you're doing it's like taking your index finger and just pushing it back towards yourself over the top of your hand and
0: so I I ripped uh I tore my planter's plate uh in my foot so like if you're looking at your hand your your pointer finger like that muscle like right like, on the other side of your knuckle, almost, like, right in there. Yeah. Um, End up uh, trying to play one more play. It hurt excruciatingly it bad, but I uh, tried to do one play. Literally couldn't push
1: off. Like Not not enough adrenaline in the world no. for that. You
0: um, know, going off, off field, going getting going to the locker room, uh, getting a shot in my foot, and then coming back out. And, and uh, you did more damage. Yeah, yeah, probably. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, I could have not. But, anyway, I played through it. Because uh, I couldn't feel my foot anyway. And then. Uh, it's got to be weird to play on a foot you can't feel. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't feel the top of my, or the, like, my big toe area and whatnot. Yeah. I could feel, like, the other side and whatnot. And you you, you know, can feel enough. You're kind of taught to play on, like, the outside of your feet kind of thing. Um, and so I uh, ended up playing the rest of the game. We won. It was awesome, you know, in the career, but I knew something was messed up. Uh, we fly home that night and, like, we are in the air when the, when the medicine wears off and it is just absolute pain. Um, end up getting home. Uh, it's kind of a, not a running joke, but like, in any of your co- a college football team, um, at the end of the season, after the bowl game or whatever you're doing, uh, there's like, 10 guys usually that get lined up for surgery or I had to get evaluated and then probably get surgery. Um, and so end up getting evaluated or whatnot. And, uh, if, you know, like I said, tore my player's plate in my foot, um, decided, or went I a second opinion, somebody down in, uh, Charlotte was supposed to be like the top foot doctor in, in the country. Um, essentially like the Dr. Andrews of feet kind of thing. Yep. And uh, he was like, yeah, well, you could do this. And it'd be like a six to eight month recovery uh, with surgery. Or you could do this thing called like a bone growth stimulator, which I don't know much about. I just know it's supposed to like stimulate growth, <laughs> you know, like. And, and, he, it's, and it's faster than yeah, surgery. Yeah, it, it's a lot faster. And he was like, you could do this, you know, rehab it and whatever. And then, you know, you should be able to do it. it you know, there's a chance it obviously won't work like with anything, surgery, everything. Um, anyway, doing that, uh, throughout the draft process, got to where I... Uh, You know, was good enough. um, Doing my pro day and everything. Did all that. uh, Did visits and whatnot. And then uh, end up uh, draft day comes and get calls. Probably starting in like the fourth round. You know, a couple guys, you know, probably like five or six teams call. Um, But the Lions and the Raiders kept calling back. I actually thought the Lions were going to draft me in, like, the se- uh, sixth round or seventh round. Uh, but <laughs> they're telling probably, like, 30 guys the same thing. Right. But they're like, hey, yeah, next pick. Yeah. And they drafted us. I remember. I wish I – I need to look it back up who they drafted. But they drafted some, like, defensive of tackle from Arkansas A&T. I was like, who the flip is this guy? Um, anyway, they uh, don't end up drafting me. And then uh, after the draft, um, or, like, right as the draft is ending to draft draft, it's just, like, a – barrage of phone calls to me and my agent uh about you know guys like hey we're bringing on a priority a free agent or you know a mini camp tryout or whatever uh it did it did end up coming back to the raiders and the uh the lions and at the time the lions was a little bit better i think, I think it was the raiders a little bit better of a contract but the lions was a better situation. They had a guy named Dominic Raola who was in the league for like 10 years center, old, very old school center. Um, kind of like hard nose, not very athletic, but like super like gritty. Um, anyway, they're like, he was literally the only center on the roster. And so it was kind of one of those things like, you know, if I do a thing kind of, and, uh, I could be obviously a bench replacement whatever. And, uh, end up going there and once i got there my foot just progressively got worse um and then end up getting released
1: um literally like you'd never been cut from a football team right no no, no. that had to be just crushing well
0: yeah definitely crushing it, it crushing because it wasn't necessarily due to play it was due to like this other thing that i just wish i could Makes a Cut little, that off and put a new one on. Makes yeah. a little more acceptable, Yeah, still. Exactly. To it you know all the excuses in the world. Honestly, like just is what it is. But yeah, Um are getting released. Uh, had another couple phone calls. Like I, dude, I can't. I can't walk right now. Um, and then uh, they actually wanted to bring me back, uh, like the week of the season starting. Uh, my, my agent at the time called me. He was like, "Hey, how's the foot?" Like. They want to bring you back. They want to sign you and, you know, see what we can do. And I was like, "Ah, I want to really bad. I could lie and just say, I go, and we get there. And I'll probably not pass it physical. But uh, I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm I'm struggling. I can't walk. I'm trying to rehab this thing and, you know, whatever. And then uh, anyway, so don't end up going um, and then kind of rehab the whole season that first year uh, until like December or so. And then uh, started putting out for or teams and whatnot later in the year. Um,
1: Did you ever get surgery? I didn't. No. Even now, still. Look at looking back, when should you have gotten surgery? Like, the first time somebody mentioned it to you? <laughs>
0: probably. Probably. But it was one of those things, like... You're eager. Yeah, eager. And then, like... So, I let's go back. I am ups, I love the draft. I love everything about it. Like... When the season ends and all my close friends about I me, mean, honestly, other people that aren't my close friends that just know me with football know this. This time of year that's about to start is literally. I mean, I watch the Senior Bowl, I watch all the practices, I watch pro days. I, I mean, I so look the, at mock- the build up to the, the draft, draft is awesome. like literally. If I could pick a job, it'd probably be to be cover like mock draft, like drafts. Like I love it. I've always been obsessed with it, and so like to miss that would have been terrible and. Now looking back, should I have just bit the bullet and probably yes, probably. But like at the time, I was like, like this is the worst thing. I I gotta do this. Like if and so when I got that glimmer of hope, oh bone growth stimulator, rehab, whatever, I went for it because like I said, I've been dreaming about this, like the process of it, like my entire life. And like, you're all and you're only twenty two. Yeah, and like you know when you're starting, like I had agents come to my house like to interview, like to you know. We want to work with you and all this stuff. And, like, that was, like, during or towards the end, like, bowl practice, kind of, like, stuff like that. Um, and then, so, when this happened at the bowl game and then everything else, it just was, you know, like I said, I should have probably done it, but it
1: is what it is. Last game of your senior year.
0: I know. So, yeah, when somebody... See, he's like, "Oh man, this guy isn't playing uh, in the in the bowl game, was uh, last game or whatever." You understand? What a selfish person! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. That guy is, yeah, hundred percent. He gave. I'm this, his, I'm this close to my dream. I'm not taking a chance. Especially for a bowl, like if he's playing the playoffs, or whatnot. Sure, I see where, like, because like you're playing for something, but like the little Caesar's Bowl, who gives a flip about? Like, <laughs> come on, what are we doing here? Uh, we're talking about, you know. The biggest thing ever, you know, going to the NFL. That's what you know. I dreamed about. That's what everybody dreams about. So,
1: yeah. Well, especially somebody who's been obsessed with it so, yeah, from a young age. Without yeah, out, yeah. So, all right. I, I I've asked you this question before. It's the it's the oddball question uh, where you get to tell me who would be on your uh, talk show. Oh
0: shit.
1: Uh, and you don't have to remember who you said the last time. You can completely. So the worst really thing is
0: it. I do remember. I've been trying to think of somebody else. <laughs> um, cause all I, right,
1: so for the listening audience, let me just say that. Uh, these guests can be alive or dead. They, uh, you have to pick one male, one female, one musical uh, act, and a comedian. If you're into stand-up comedy, which you, we've already established you are, mm-hmm. uh, it could be for pure entertainment. It can be thought-provoking. It can be s- silly and fun. It can be whatever you want it to be. Is this is dinner. No, this is a your, your talk show host. Oh, talk show host. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you got four guests.
0: Okay. Um, well, musical guests, last time I gave Jimmy Buffett. I, still, I, I think you're going to stand by I, I say I still, I'm still yeah. that. I'm um, um, still good with that. Other guests, still good with Tiger Woods. Um, <laughs> you want to talk
1: about obsessed with a sport, which we can come back to. Today.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Um, uh, my woman guest was Meryl Street, which I regret saying after, but I honestly I think it still would be a really good guess. She's um,
1: arguably the best actress in the last yeah,
0: 100 years. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, anybody who knows me is going to laugh. It's like, you're only saying that because of Mamma Mia. I love Mamma Mia. But, um... But, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do you love Mamma Mia so much? Because it's a classic. Like, why... why why it's,
1: it's a musical in the Mediterranean. Freaking ABBA and all of that. Yeah, let's get, you know, yeah. Um... I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah. I'm, so, glad, I'm
0: glad I learned that about you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and uh, so, all right, Tiger Wood. Yeah, I will stick with Marjorie, whatever. Um, and then uh, Jimmy, uh, Jim Buffett. Is that it?
1: And the comedian.
0: Oh, comedian. Oh, uh, I still stick with that. Dave Chappelle.
1: Chappelle's the best.
0: Chappelle's awesome. I freaking love it. He's so freaking
1: funny. He is the best. All right. Last two topics. Uh, you talk about your uh, wife and, and two youngins. And then we'll end talking about golf a little
0: bit. Okay. Uh, wife, uh, Abby. Yeah, she is locally raised. Um, University of Georgia grad. Go dogs! Um, and, uh, yeah, she's, you know, I joke with people, um, how we met and whatnot, but I'm doing, like, the one thing you're told not to do growing up. Growing up, uh, Dang, the boss's daughter. <laughs> it worked out. Uh, got married. Um, and uh, had two kids, uh, Cooper. Uh, my son who's two, and then Peyton, uh, my daughter who is about to be five months, um, little hairy little thing. Um, she's got a full head of hair. I mean, you know, my son had hair, but he lost it. you know, like yeah, you know, like most kids do. they lose the hair they're yeah, yeah. like, oh man, she nope, she's like a little fur baby. Um, and so uh, yeah, uh, they're amazing and incredible and
1: love them dearly. Um, and then, yeah. It's, your, your son at two, I imagine uh, there are lots of uh, highs and there are lots of lows. Very very spiky uh, experience with a two-year-old.
0: Without a doubt. Uh, yeah, I think since we tried the first time, uh, we've started potty training. Worst thing probably ever. I hope he
1: listens to this when he's 20.
0: I hope he does, too. <laughs> Let him know. I can't wait till his kids have to go through it. Because honestly, like, we want more kids. It'll make you not want more kids. It is awful. Um, and he's actually pretty... Like, Fairly good from horror stories I've heard from other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, the first weekend, you know, everybody's got, like, how do you do it? But my wife, read something or whatever that the first weekend you don't put pants on him, And he's supposed to like, <laughs> learn well, that kid Pete in almost every room of my house it is ridiculous. I was like, you're cute, You're too old to not I, wear pants. I
1: wish my wife hadn't read that book is what you were thinking. I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: Oh my God. It's like, okay, let's do this. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's awesome. He's so smart. And like every friend, he's so smart, but he, he is. And, uh, he's wild. And, um, he, lo- he loves his dad, which is awesome. You know, my wife gives me grief because he just is very much a daddy's little boy yeah. uh, right now, for sure. So it's great. but He'll probably stay that way. We'll see. I don't know. I love it. Um, but, yeah, you know, kids, they change. But we'll see.
1: They do. Some change a lot. Some don't change a lot. Yeah, that much. yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely acts a lot like me. Um,
0: hopefully he gets his mom smarts and then my, like, I don't know other stuff (laughs) make a good concoction so yeah we'll see on little girl she's still way too early way too early yeah she's cute she's honestly I will say she's the early months way easier than her brother not that he was like really bad like he slept pretty well yeah but like you know just like you know the sleep stuff and like anything like she just took to it like really quickly which I hear girls do yeah yeah, Um, but yeah she's already been a lot easier than him so leg up
1: I I think that changes uh, when when girls become 12 13 yeah Yeah. not ready for that yet yeah (laughs) it's uh it's it's something i'm sure yeah i'm sure all right so golf's become an obsession for you fairly recently or for a while now
0: uh for the last like three or four years um it is the greatest sport known to man Um, wait a minute
1: you're saying that at your current age or you're saying of all time to include football
0: uh, no, I'm, I'm saying this. No, I'm saying, yeah, it's better It's better than football. I love it. Wow. Yeah, I love football. Like, obviously, you've I mean, heard, I think we've established yeah, that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But, no, golf is incredible. I mean, you know, football is just a different sport. But golf is – I if I could go back and play golf when I was younger and learn like I would have, um, I wish I would have learned. And I, my son will play whether he likes it or not like, on up because I just think it's, uh, it's a skill that obviously you carry through your whole life. You know, you can play your whole life, and it's just, you know, I'll never play football again. Honestly, when people, like, I've, people don't as much now, but especially, like, you know, in your mid-20s, and even, I know 30-year-olds that still do, but, like, flag will stuff, I'm not doing that. I'm blowing out a knee. You guys play golf? Yes. Yes, please. Um, and so, it's, it's, it's incredible. I love, I mean, I am obsessed with it. I love watching it. I love playing it. I love
1: reading books about it. All of it. So, and I'm trying to get my son into it. Can you, can you articulate what it is about golf that's got you so obsessed?
0: Um, it keeps the competitiveness going, for sure. I yep. mean, you know, I don't really play many rounds without, like, some kind of, you know, like gambling, but, like, some kind of, like, bet going, like, me versus you kind of thing. You, you like the action. I do, uh, for sure. Um, it's something you can always get better at. It's something that, like, you know, I play, I'm play. i a member of a Divinion club, and I play that course a lot. And uh, I never get tired of it. I always want to play it, and I always there's always something different with it. Um, you know, you can get different clubs and whatnot. You know, there's always stuff to get, which I, I love stuff too, which doesn't hurt. But yeah, it's uh, you know, it, it's something I'm excited to like play for the next you know however many years, and hopefully my son can play. And then, you know, we can play as, you know, obviously it's a different dynamic. You know, I'm going to teach him and get other people that are way better than me to teach him. And then, you know, we can play together. And it's just, <coughs> I integrate it into my business, um, you know, bring yeah. out clients and whatnot. Yeah. And I've gotten business of it um, from playing golf. So, and it's also a great way to be people. I know so many people that don't like, that get, don't like to be paired up with a random pair. I love being paired up <laughs> with a random player. And like, little, I mean, I'd rather get me and my buddy, and let's go find two random. Like,
1: and the and the randoms are potential clients, or uh, they can
0: be. But and you I like just, you like
1: mixing it up that
0: way. I like mixing it up. I mean, don't get wrong, you can get a bad pair, sure, for sure. You can get you know just with anything. But yeah, obviously, my real estate side, everybody's a potential client. <laughs> you know, and don't get wrong, it's uh, that I'll, I'll fish that out. Um, but uh, it's just uh, it's great. It's uh, you, everybody plays different. There's no right way to play. I don't care if you said, like if other people say there is, there's certain things you have to do for sure. But I've seen some wonky swings that just pure the ball and you know, and don't do all the right ways and you know, it all matters is the score and how you can improve on that and it's just I don't know, it's just great.
1: Jim Furyk's a classic example. Yes.
0: Yeah. So. That thing. I'm even, a not classic. Can't play. even watch it. Like literally, it's gonna mess up my story watching. I'm fascinated it. by it. It's incredible. I don't know how he connects, and he has one of the purest shots, on, like he has for the last, you know, how many years.
1: Yeah, he's amazing.
0: Yeah, and I have a buddy of mine who, um, who has like some. He has a very similar shot, kind of like a little hitch at the top, kind of thing, and uh, he's like a scratch. I'm like, yeah. It how does this even work? Works but, for him. Yeah, it, exactly, and that's the point. Like, you work what works for you and play it, and gosh, it's a great way to get out. Uh, I play it all year long. Uh God, I played on Friday when it was, like, blistering cold. Um, do not care. Wait, um, uh, is there
1: a certain number of just really trashy rounds of golf in a row that would cause you not to like golf so much?
0: My entire golf career is a bunch of trashy rounds. <laughs> I mean, I'm not very good. I love it, and that's the thing. I I want to – I God, I want to get better so bad. And I have gotten better, trust me. In the last, like, you know, my first start, I was really, really terrible. And I'm not very good now, but I'm light years ahead of what I was. And I continue proving that. But for every, like, round, I'm a like a 15, I guess. So I'm like a give or take 90. I'm a little in the 80s and a little in the – Uh, I have like mid to low 90s. And then I'll have a 101 come out here. I'm like, where the flip did this come from? And I just drives you crazy. But it also, I'm like, all right, look, I'll leave. I'll get
1: in the car. I'm like, oh, I
0: know what I did. I know what I did. I got to go back.
1: And so, yeah. So the perfect approach shot plus a really bad round both keep you coming back or anything in between.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, it's not. I've never had a round that didn't make me want to come back ever and i've had i've had bad rounds for sure um but yeah no definitely not it's uh it's like i said it's an addiction for sure and maybe it's also just filling that need that of like yeah, yeah football was that for so many years um and now it's you know my family and golf and my my career which is a, a huge part of my life too so
1: yeah that's a good trifecta to have everybody yeah. be lucky to yeah. have that trifecta yeah Cool. Well, hey, uh, Scholar, you were awesome to come back and do this. Sure. I mean, granted, we live blocks away from yeah. each other, but it was still—you could have said no to, co- yeah, to coming. Yeah, like back.
0: Oh, I'll be there in three minutes after <laughs> I'm done. That time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I appreciate you doing it, man. It was good talking for to sure.
1: You. All right, thanks, man. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us. You can find us at scodopodcast.com.